Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of One Day at a Time. My name is Tiffany and welcome back to um, my Bible study series. Um, this is going to, this series is going to cover um, Revelation 6 and I'm going to cross-reference it with um, Luke 21 and Mark 13. Now, this is my second time um, recording this because um, I was trying to do it through the Anchor um, website directly and it stops at 30 minutes and I was talking and talking for honestly almost an hour and I didn't realize it had stopped so I decided to switch back to Audacity so I can save it to my computer and then uploaded to anchor but I was happy to happen because I did realize a few things when I was doing my last study and now there's a little bit more clarity it will be I will be <clears throat> it's not scripted I'm going through my notes and stuff it seems that I'm better it's better for me when I do it that way instead of trying to script everything and I mean even things that I wasn't aware of um, I guess my listeners will find out alongside me. Now, I do want to um, make people aware that I am reading from two different versions of the scripture. Um, my, I, I am reading from the King James Version, and I'm also reading from the Sefer and yesterday as I was doing the first recording I realized something that was interesting I don't think it makes much of a difference but it's definitely interesting so once again I'll start off with Revelation 6 and then I'll go to Luke and we'll go from there alright so Revelation 6 1 said and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard as it were the noise of thunder and one of the four beasts saying come and see and I saw and behold a white horse and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer and we've gone over this before um click to my thing yeah that first seal um, releases the first horse which is the white horse and um, this is not to be confused with Revelation chapter 19 when Yahusha comes and he has his crown this rider on this white horse um, the crown was given to him and he went forth conquering and to conquer he didn't have his crown already and um also there are other names that yahusha is also called um in there it says um go to it um revelation 19 11 and i saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he doth judge and make war so you show it shows right then there that the first horseman is attempting to mimic Yahusha known as Jesus but 
he is not. Um, he is a deceiver. And that's something people need to be aware of. And I do also want to um, address the fact that the root word for bold is toxin once again. But like I said, I mean, people have their theories on that. I just like to bring it up to acknowledge that I realize that. But um, so far, I mean, things, it's not a connection. So I want to acknowledge that I am aware of that, but there's not much else I can say about that. Okay, now Revelation verses 3 and 4 of chapter 6 um, talk about the second seal, which is war. Um, and I'll read it from here. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another and there was given unto him a great sword so we see in um the second seal is war the first seal um you know the writer went out to conquer and to conquer the second seal um he went out and um he made war it's um Oh, sorry. It is, it lines up with Matthew um, 24 when they talk about um, that you will hear rumors and um, rumors of war. And, but, and the war, I feel, believe, I feel lines up with for nations shall rise against nation and kingdom um, against kingdom. Um, it, it's all kind of lining up as I said um, the Gospels peel back what Revelation was revealing now the third seal represents famine and so that is Revelation 6 5 and 6 6 and it says and when he had opened the third seal I heard the beast say come and see and I beheld and lo a black horse and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures say, A measure of wheat for a denarius, or a denar, and three measures of barley for a denarius. And see you hurt not the oil and the wine. And <clears throat> this, to realize how much a denarius is, which a penny in this um, instance is worth is equivalent to a day um, a day's wage and Matthew chapter 26 um, verses 1 to 16 gives a parable of how a laborer hired um, some laborers to work to toil his fields and he told them that you know he would pay them a penny for their day's wage he hired some men during the, early in the day and then he hired men some men almost an hour before the time was up and he paid them all a penny for a day's wage and that also ties into um how the first will be last and last be first because he paid the workers who started later first and he paid 
the workers who um, started working earlier last. And that's also um, a lesson to say. It doesn't matter if you've been serving the Most High your entire life or if a person started to serve the Most High like a week before the day of the Lord began. Like everyone's equal, everyone gets, um, you know, the same reward. And this also talks about, um, it ties into famine, Matthew 24, seven, and there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes, and, um, diverse places. Honestly, there has been a lot of talk about how, um, the price of food going up. Some people say this is what we're currently entering is the third seal. While I agree that food prices are high, I don't agree that we are in the third seal because in scripture, it pretty much said that um, the beast in Revelation 6 said a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. So at this point, the cost of most foods aren't a day's um worth of wages you know so i feel like when we get to that point and yeah i will and i know everything is not going to be exactly the same but i feel like there has to be some semblance it has to be kind of lined up kind of you know because the most high is not an author of confusion so why would he say it will be this way and then it turns out to be something completely different you know i i feel like some people are anxious and they're kind of like in a rush and you know i mean once war really starts i know we have um the war going over going on in eastern europe right now with um ukr and um and you know russia and i mean there are other wars going on but there's i think once war really starts it will usher in famine and the price of things will go up and then you know right now i personally can't say if we're in a seal or not I feel like it's it's a lot of things that because like I said I I can't without I mean throughout you know next couple of days I will be looking at news stories that um, and creating news clips um, for my podcast um, I found something very interesting that I do want to address and maybe it will shine some light on what's going on I can definitely say that the world has gone crazy since 2019 and this stuff is definitely not normal but if I had to to honestly think about what seal we would be on I would say we're at the very beginning we're on the first I don't think we're on the second yet and I feel like once war like fully breaks out in that area with more countries because as time goes by more countries are kind of sticking their toe into the conflict um I've it's turned it has come to light that Iran has been making the drones for um Russia and I mean, who knows where that's going to 
lead. So it's a lot of um, conflicts that are staring up, but it's only one like really big war going on at this particular moment. Okay, so we're going to move on to the fourth seal, which is death, which is Revelation 6, um, verse 7 and 6, verse 8. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see. And I looked and behold, and this is where it became interesting because in the KJ, um, King James Version, it says, and everyone knows it as this, um, a pale horse and the sephir says a green horse and i actually went into the concordia to look at the root word for pale and it meant um it says green or yellowish pale so i don't know if that would be a big difference i just found that very interesting um when looking at the translation of both of these and, and when i Go back because you can also look at um, how many times this particular word was used, and it all references green, except for one when it says pale, which is in Re Revelation 6 8. So I found that very interesting. Um, Okay, so I'll restart this. Um, and when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale or green horse, and his name, and the name that sat on him was Death. And hell followed with him, or Sheol. Because in Sephir it says Sheol, but it's another word for hell. And power was given unto them over, over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. So this fourth seal, it gives you more of a... Um, a preview of it is not going to be just people dying um, from pestilences or anything. People are going to die from hunger and people are going to um, be killed maybe in like a big war or you never know how this is going to because it says with sword and that can be with a lot of different ways people may die during this seal and with the beast of the earth. So this could be with animals or um, who knows what else it it's um it's very hard to say all you can do is take scripture and what it says with sword with hunger and with death and with beasts of the earth and with death could be like from pestilences or obviously start dying from starvation and um, things such as that okay so we are getting to the fifth seal now in Revelation 6 um, this is of the martyrs is Revelation 6 9 through 6 11 and it says and when he had opened the fifth seal I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of Elohim which is also God and for the testimony which they held and they cried with a loud voice saying how long O Yahuwah 
holy and true. Dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And the white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season until the fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Okay, so when this fifth seal is open, the martyrs are revealed. And these are people who, it seems like these are people who, whose lives were taken from them in the past for preaching the scripture to the people. Because it says in 611, and white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season until the fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. We know that during the tribulation that people will be martyred for their belief in scripture and Yahusha and the Most High. Um, and so this seal unveils them, but it sounds like the tribulation is still going and um, they are, the Most High is not going to fulfill them until the martyrs of the tribulation, um, until that prophecy has been fulfilled. Um, that's, you know, that also goes into, that also goes into when there, there are many people who believe in the pre-tribulation rapture. However, um, the pre-tribulation rapture goes against everything that scripture says um, it will be. Many people like to refer to um, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, when they talk about um, well, I when they talk about you know the rapture being you know it will happen and it be like a thief in the night and it's I guess I'm trying to understand how people would conclude that it would come before the tribulation when Yahusha clearly says and after the tribulation is when he would appear and gather the elect. So let me I'm going to First Thessalonians. Um, chapter 5 and I'm going to read um, the day of the Lord which is a big teaching within itself um, I'm going to do that next actually um, because it's very important and I feel like misleading people and making them believe that they will be taken away before the tribulation begins it's going um, to it's going to shake the faith of many people and it may cause them to turn away from the word because they are going to believe that they were promised one thing when the scripture clearly says another. So let me read this to you. I'm reading it from the New King James Version. Um, starting at um, first, first Thessalonians um, chapter 5 verse 1. And I'm going to read to 11. But concerning the times... And the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. 
So here we are. He's addressing the day of the Lord. And everyone knows that the day of the Lord, no one knows the day or the time. But when it comes, you're going to know it is. Because that's when the moon, um, the sun gives no, the sun turns black and the moon turns blood red. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of days, sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For Elohim did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our um, Lord Yahusha Hamashiach, who died for us. Whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. And this is pretty much saying, yeah, no one knows their time. The um, day of the Lord will happen, but people who read scriptures and you keep track of um, the signs, you know it's coming. You may not know exactly when it's coming, but as you pay attention to the signs of the world and study and meditate scripture, you will always um, know when this when it's going to happen. And um, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 10 um, gives you a little bit about the day of the Lord, too. It, it also says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. So, I mean... Like I said, the day of the Lord is a big um, study in itself. I will go over many, many, many scriptures that mentioned it. Mention it, um, but um, let me look at this because I want to point out a specific verse um, because I do not believe in um, pre-tribulation rapture because. Um, it clearly says in scripture, um, after the tribulation, so it kind of makes me feel like, who are you calling? Are you calling Yahusha a liar? You know? So let me go to Matthew 24, um, okay. So I'll read the signs of the end of age again, Matthew 24, verse 3, and I'm going to read it to um, chapter 14. All right, and let me go to the, so I'm in this, let me go to the New King James Version. All right, so 
Here I go. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of age? And Yahusha answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying I am the Hamashiach and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But in the end is not but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. It, Yahusha is not saying that I'm going to come before tribulation and I'm going to take you. He is saying, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this is the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all of the world as a witness to all nations. And then the end will come. Um, I think I need to read. Ah, I need to read a little bit more. So I'm going to keep reading. So verse... Matthew 24, since I'm lining them all up, this is just a good time to do that. Um, Matthew 24, 15 through 28, talks about the great tribulation. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes but woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the sabbath for then there will be great tribulation such has such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time no nor ever shall be and unless those days were shortened no flesh would be saved and for the elect's sake those days will be shortened then if anyone says to you look there is mashiach or there do not go there for false christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive if possible even the elect so even people who are chosen some of them will be deceived by these false christ see i have told you beforehand so he's warning you beforehand this is going to happen you just have to be vigilant and keep you know your eyes open and discern because he's specifically he's very specific on how he's going to return so if these people did not return like that you know that is not christ therefore if they say to you look he is in the desert do not go out or look he is in the inner rooms do not believe for as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west 
so also will be so also will the coming of the son of man be but whoever whenever the carcasses the eagles will be gathered together and so here we go immediately after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light this is the day of the lord this must happen before he returns if he specifically says this happens and the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken then the sign of the son of man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other so there it is there is no pre-tribulation rapture he comes immediately after the tribulation of those days the day of the lord and we know that ties into the sixth seal which is revelation um revelation um 612 so i really like this um version so hold on me all right so i'm gonna read the um the sixth seal um which is revelation 6 it'd be verses 12 um through 17. all right so the sixth seal and I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops his late figs when it's shaken by a mighty wind. When the sky receded, then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain an island was moved out of place so this is going to be a huge earthquake and the kings of the earth the great men the rich men the commanders the mighty men every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountain and said to the mountains and rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come who is able to stand there it is. So when the sixth seal opens, after people have been martyred, um, there will be a great earthquake, then the sun will turn black and the moon will be like blood. And that is when um that is when Christ will return and gather the elect who have survived um up until this point. Um that is why when the fifth seal was broken and the martyrs are um, unveiled um, he has not come back and gathered them yet so these are martyrs who were killed prior and he's gonna you know and during the tribulation there will be more martyrs um, there will be more martyrs and they will be gathered under the altar so yeah that's um it's pretty um straightforward if you read it and 
I mean, like I said, I understand people get confused. I totally understand that. But, you know, it's... I'm trying to get to Luke. Um, it says it right there if you read it. And I, I know, like, some people, you know... It's, it's difficult because I know Revelation is a difficult um, book so uh, um, to read. So we're going to take a turn to um, Luke 21 because we've have recovered Matthew and stuff in here. Um, and it's going to talk about the... Um, I'm not going to read... I guess I can read the parable of the fig tree in stuff too, because it talks also about, you know, how the rapture will be for people who are still here. So let's start on Luke 21. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when but when will these things be? And what sign would there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, for the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquakes in various places and famine and pestilences. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. So I do want to address this. It doesn't, it was say, it says great earthquakes. Um, there was a YouTuber that my son likes to follow. Um, I think his name is Dutch Sense. And he, he follows earthquakes all over the, all over the world. Um, and right now, there are earthquakes happening everywhere. Many aren't. Uh, many go unreported because maybe there's no fatalities or anything. But um, in the scripture, it doesn't say that there has to be fatalities at every earthquake. It just says there will be great earthquakes in various places, and these earthquakes are happening everywhere all the time. And people might say. Well, what's the big deal? Because there are tectonic plates and such and such. Um, which everything is created for a reason. And yeah, that um, it just says this is going to be happening. It didn't say how it's going to happen. It said that is great earthquakes will occur. And it said famines. Not It didn't speak of one gigantic famine. It spoke of multiple famines. And we do know because of what is going on that there are many famines that are occurring around the world and with the rise of food prices there will be even more and it also says pestilences multiple not just one big one but multiple um so that is things to be aware about and before all these things they will lay their hands on you and persecute you delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons you will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony 
Therefore, settle it in your heart not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, and not a hair on your head shall be lost by your patience possess your souls. So before I continue on, because... Um, Luke 21, you know, has a few other things. I want to touch on um, <clears throat> Second Thessalonians chapter 2, which ties into this. And um, underneath the podcast, I will link all of these so you, um, the listeners, can um, read these um, yourself. All right. So Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of Yahusha Hamashiach and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled by either by spirit or by the word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means. For that day will not come unless the fall away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, which is the Antichrist. And I found the interesting news story I'm going to post um, shortly after this um, that may or may not give some answers regarding this. Who opposes and exalts himself above all? that is called Elohim, or that is worship, so that he sits as Elohim in the temple of Elohim, showing himself that he is Elohim. So I'll read a little bit more. Do you not remember when I said, when I was still with you and I told you these things, and now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And when the lawless one will be revealed, whom um, Yahuwah will consume with his breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming, the coming of lawless none is according to the workings of Satan with all power signs and lying wonders and with all righteousness deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this reason Elohim will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who do not believe the truth but have pleasure in the unrighteousness and that is um second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 1 through 12. and then i'm going to go to second timothy um chapter 3 and i'm going to read this to you but notice that in the last days perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, 
without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of Elohim, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove concerning the faith. But they will progress no further, for the folly will be manifest to all, as theirs also was. Um, and then it says, But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, what happened to me at Antioch, at Icom, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, out of them, all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly and um, Yahusha will suffer persecution, but evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and be assured of knowing from whom you have learned them, and that the childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Yahusha HaMashiach. Okay, I'm going back to Luke 21, and this is verse 20. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart, and let not those who are in the country into her. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the times of Gentiles are fulfilled. So I need listeners to be aware that it's very specific what it says when it regarding the destruction of Jerusalem. It says it that when Jerusalem is surrounded by armies, know that the desolation is near, and let those flee the land of Judea. And you know, um, if you read the Old Testament, the the bottom part was called Judea, and the top part was called Israel. Benjamin, um, was it? I'm not gonna say. I know I'm um, tribe of Judah, and I think Levi, and I think Benjamin was in the land of Judea, and other tribes were um, in the part of land called Israel. So, but it also says that um, for in those days of vengeance, all things which are written will be fulfilled, and. It also says that people in Israel and Judea will fall by the edge of sword and be led captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles to the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And it says that the elect will be gathered by Yahushua himself back into the land. 
So that is definitely something to consider. So I'm going to move forward to Luke um, 21-25. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring, men's heart failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the power of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift your heads because your redemption draws near. Then he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all of the trees. When they are already budding, you see them. You see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of Elohim is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourself, lest your hearts be weighed down with the carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. That day, meaning the day of the Lord, for will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape these things that will come to pass, and stand before the Son of Man. And in the daytime, he was teaching in the temple, but, all, but at night he went out and stayed in the mountains. Of all. So, there you go. Luke 21. It also explains, you know, the lead up and the tie-in with Revelation 6. And now, lastly, we have Mark 13. So, let me get started on that. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives... Opposite of the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things will be fulfilled? And Yahusha, answering them, began to say, Take heed that no man deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and will deceive many. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled, for such things must happen. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be earthquakes in various places and there will be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrow. But watch out for yourselves, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and you will be beaten in the synagogues. You will be brought before rulers and kings for my my sake, for a testimony to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given, given you in that hour, speak that. For it is not you who speak but the Holy Spirit. Now brother will betray brother to death and father his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death and you'll be hated by all for my name's sake that he who endures to the end shall be saved. 
So, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand, then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let him who is, in, who is on the housetop not go down into the house, nor enter to take anything out of his house, and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days, and pray that your light, your flight may not be in winter. For in those days there will be tribulation, such has not been since the beginning of the creation of Elohim, created until this time or ever shall be. And unless Yahuwah had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. For the elect's sake, whom he chose, he shortened the days. Then, if anyone says to you, Look, here is Mashiach, or look, he is there, do not believe it. For false Mashiachs, or false Christs, and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect, even the chosen. But take heed, see, see, I have told you all things beforehand. But in those days, after the tribulation, here is Mark that backs up that the rapture is not before the tribulation, the same as Luke, and it also says it in Revelation. But in those days, after the tribulation, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars of heaven will fall, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send his angels and gather together his elect from the four winds, from the furthest part of the earth to the furthest part of heaven. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and put forth leaves, you know the summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that, know that it is near at the doors. Surely I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all the things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will no, my, by no means pass away. So, you know, this all lines up Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, and Revelation 6. Revelation 6 gives you details, but... Um, before John recorded in Revelation, um, Yahushua himself gave detail and it was recorded in the Gospels um, what the seals, what um, would happen when the seals were being opened during Revelation 6. So I hope um, this gave people some clarity and I do hope, um, as like I said before, I will link I will put everything below that I read so anyone can go back and read it on their own. And I will see everyone next time. Bye.